Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Rebecca Knight. It's Thursday, October 6th. We've got the latest news you need to know and the news you want to know. Plus, coming up, we play our fan favorite game, Two Headlines and a Lie. All of them might seem like they're real, but one is more fake than the group chat's excitement when someone suggests a group Scooby-Doo Halloween costume. But first, the latest news you need to know. Herschel Walker's claim that he doesn't even know the woman who says he paid for her to have an abortion is getting harder to defend. The Daily Beast now reports the Georgia Senate hopeful already confirmed she's the mother of one of his children in a June interview with the Daily Beast. The woman, who remains anonymous, gave the Daily Beast evidence of their long-term relationship when Walker denied knowing her. Walker's campaign is using her anonymity to downplay the claims, instead saying that Democrats are trying to slander him to win the pivotal Senate seat. The rough ride continues at Peloton, the fitness equipment maker and pandemic darling, said it plans to cut about 500 jobs. It's the company's fourth round of layoffs this year, leaving it with about 3,800 employees globally. That's less than half the number of people it employed at its peak last year. CEO Barry McCarthy, who took the reins in February, told The Wall Street Journal that he's giving the unprofitable brand another six months to turn itself around. But if that fails, Peloton likely isn't viable as a standalone company. A federal judge is putting several parts of New York State's new gun laws on hold, saying they're unconstitutional. The new legislation was pulled together after the Supreme Court overturned a century-year-old gun law in its last term. The law was designed to limit who can carry a gun and where. But the district judge says some of the new rules are unconstitutional, like requiring applicants to prove that they are of, quote, good moral character or asking them to hand over their social media handles, or even keeping them from carrying a firearm in sensitive areas like Times Square. The state has three days to appeal in a federal court. U.S. intelligence agencies now say the Ukrainian government signed off on the assassination of Daria Degina. The daughter of a prominent Russian nationalist died in a car bombing near Moscow in August. Officials in the U.S. say they were not aware of the operation ahead of time and wouldn't have agreed to it. The New York Times reports that this has added to frustrations in the U.S. over Ukraine's lack of transparency about its operations in Russia. So can we all agree that marching into the Vatican, demanding to see the Pope, and then destroying a bunch of stuff is pretty crazy? Well, one American tourist did exactly that. Yesterday at a Vatican museum, a 50-year-old man pulled down and smashed a 2,000-year-old sculpture and knocked over another as he ran away. 
The man was stopped by the Vatican police and handed over to the Italian authorities, and the museum has already begun restoring the pieces. Here at The Refresh from Insider, we have the news you need and want to know always up to date. And hey, if you like what you hear, help us keep the sound waves on by telling other people to listen to the show. Fake German heiress Anna Sororkin is out of ICE detention. The infamous con artist who defrauded banks and schmoozed her way into New York City's elite had been locked up for 18 months. That was after serving a three and a half year sentence before being picked up by ICE. The Daily Beast reports she was granted a $10,000 bond and will be under house arrest pending the result of her battle with the government to remain in the U.S. She's also banned from posting on social media. Vice President Kamala Harris was in a one-car accident while en route to the White House on Monday morning, but the news was delayed because the Secret Service originally said it was just a, quote, mechanical failure. What really happened was her SUV hit the curb of a downtown tunnel with such force that they had to replace one of the tires. Harris was fine, but the incident is raising renewed questions about the Secret Service's long history of cover-ups and misconduct. Picture this. You're a great white shark, king of the ocean, and you're swimming around Mossel Bay off the coast of South Africa, minding your business, when all of a sudden you notice a pod of five orcas circling. But you're an apex predator, right? Nothing to fear. Well, in May, a rare drone video captured a pod of orcas chasing and killing a great white shark. Nearby, a helicopter pilot saw orcas kill two more great whites. Now, if you didn't know, I'm sorry to burst your free willy bubble, but orcas are the bullies of the sea, and they have a history of attacking other sharks. But there was actually little evidence that the so-called killer whales had it in them to take on vicious great whites. Researchers suggest these attacks could explain why great whites haven't been seen as much off the coast of South Africa. This year's Nobel Prize in Literature winner is Annie Ernaux, the 82-year-old French author. Her novels are heavy on autobiography, touching on incidents like a backstreet abortion she underwent in the 60s when the procedure was still illegal. She wrote her first book, Cleaned Out in Secret, which did not sit well with her husband, and then soon enough she was writing about her unhappy marriage. Ernaux is just the 17th woman to win the prestigious award, which comes with a prize of 10 million Swedish krona, or about $911,000. Whether it's Girl Scout cookies or ice cream, we all know that mint and chocolate are two great tastes that taste great together. But in South Korea, foodies see potential for so much more. They're making the case for mint chocolate as a companion to everything from rice cakes to fried chicken. The most dedicated fans created a Team Mint Chocolate Instagram page with 26,000 followers. But opinions across the country are divided, to put it mildly, saying the unconventional pairings just don't work. Personally, I'm not sure if some of those combinations are meant to be not funny, or should I say not punny? Uh, okay, I'll see myself out. It's time for us to play our weekly game, Two Headlines and a Lie, and Dave is still out on parental leave, so our guest host, Rebecca Knight, is here to play with me this week. Welcome, Rebecca. Hello. I'm excited for my second chance at this game. 
And of course, our friend Maddie Merritt from Morning Brew is here again to play with us. Morning Brew runs a version of this game every Thursday in their daily newsletter. Maddie, can you remind our listeners how this game works? So I'm going to read you three news headlines. All of them might seem like they're real, but one is more fake than the group chat's excitement when someone suggests a group Scooby-Doo Halloween costume. I I call Shaggy. (laughs) (laughs) So it's me against you, Rebecca. As always, let the best Rebecca win. Maddie, give us this week's headlines. Okay. Headline A, living plant controls a machete through an industrial robot arm. Headline B, no one's talking about the Gucci's cheeseburger fashion week stunt. And headline C, Travelodge guest baffled by welcome sign at hotel urging him not to wet the bed. Whoa. Okay. Uh, Rebecca, let's, what are, what are you thinking here? I'm, I'm, re- I'm baffled by these. I, I'm slightly baffled as well. My brain is not computing headline A. It's a arm that is a machete what so it's a living plant controls a machete through an industrial robot arm okay this sounds just weird enough that i think it is 100 percent true okay but what about the cheeseburger incident at the gucci fashion show i mean what could that be So I know recently Valentino, I believe, did a fashion show in a mud pit. Okay, um, okay. That looks like something out of, I don't know, like Lord of the Rings, kind of. Hmm. So I feel like Maddie might be trying to trick us. I mean, do I think it's something Gucci could potentially do or any fashion brand? Yes. Okay. Do I think that they did it? Hmm. Mm. I don't know. All right. And the last one, Maddie, again. Is Travelodge guest baffled by welcome sign at hotel urging him not to wet the bed? <laughs> Guests are terrible people. I feel like that's real. <laughs> I feel like that would be real too because it would be a Travelodge trying to be cute and funny and no being the bed, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that that one's true. Um, I'm I'm going with the fake one. Is headline B Gucci burgers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's have some fun here. I'll go with I'll go with I'll go with the with the plant arm. I can't even picture how that would work. Me neither. But Maddie's going to describe it to us because it is probably a real headline. So Maddie, tell us the results. Okay. The fake headline is headline B, the cheeseburger Gucci incident. Yes. Oh. I was so worried both of you were going to say the same one and I was going to lose again. <laughs> Okay, I am going to describe the machete plant arm. Uh, So the plant machete robot story sounds like word vomit, but it's actually completely true. It's a little too sciencey for my brain to completely understand, but basically the artist David (laughs) Bowen puts sensors on a plant's leaves to pick up electrical signals from the plant. And those signals are translated through a machine that wields a machete. Mm. This is fascinating. Tell us about the other one. <laughs> a man in England checked into a travel lodge, and when he tried to relax and enjoy some classic hotel TV, there was a strange message on the screen. <laughs> it read, Welcome to Premier Inn. Please don't wet the bed. When the guest checked out the following day, he told the staff about the message on his TV, and they just shrugged and told him they were just as confused as he was, which is exactly the kind of customer service Whoa. you'd expect from a travel lodge. Oh, 
that's a low blow. Come on. <laughs> but that's that's bizarro. Do you think it's a rogue staffer or, or some big time hacker who just wants to to have fun with all the bedwetters out there? I'm going for rogue staffer and I and I like it. <laughs> this is this is the kind of like high stakes hacking that um yeah. we cover at the refresh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Maddie, thank you so much. And Rebecca, a pleasure playing with you. A pleasure. And and well done, Rebecca. I t- a hat tip to you. Be sure to visit MorningBrew.com to subscribe to their great daily newsletter and listen to the refresh from Insider again next Thursday for another two headlines and a lie. Make sure to follow the refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Rebecca Knight, in for Dave Smith. Talk to you soon.